ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hi, everyone. This is Kyla. Today we are starting our 21-day devotional through the eyes of the last disciple. Let's get started. All right, guys. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. So today is the second week of the 21-day devotional series, and uh, Pastor Tom gave us the message today. And just to start us off, how's everybody doing with their 21-day fast? It's Kyla? tough. It's so tough. <laughs> no I'm going to tell cream? you the first day that we started it, we went to lunch, um, and there's a Ben & Jerry's right next to the uh, restaurant, uh-oh. and Remy had to have it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is a test. This is God testing you. And really, I mean, I don't. I don't think it was a test, but I passed it. I didn't get any. All right. It was tough. It was really tough. Oh. So Remy got some ice cream, but you yeah. didn't. I was okay. like, if we're fasting, we should all fast it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an ice cream person, I'm assuming. So that Yes, that, yes. Yeah. Like, oh no, me too. You were here last week. So yeah. Oh, I wasn't okay. yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I, I know this. and now That's I just gave it away that I didn't listen. Or what, so <laughs> I'm yeah. not caught up. I, yes, it, it's a, it's tough out there, guys. Staying yeah. away from ice cream. What I did you give it. up? Did you? Uh, I I did kind of the not generic, but I I gave up all meals but dinner. So I'm doing okay. I, I, no no food through the day except for dinner, and that's tough. It is tough. It, now he just asked for one meal, but you decided to go above and just say two meals. Two. Oh, <laughs> to be oh, honest, I must have missed the meal thing. I thought it was just kind of like, it's hey, like do a, partial, a, do a Daniel fast. fast. Do, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, I typically, which, you know, I don't want you to think I'm too crazy or anything. Like I eat fairly small lunches and I, and I eat like a granola bar and a banana in the morning. So it's like I'm just cutting out. I don't know. It's not a ton. But you still get used to it. So that is tough. It is tough. Maybe I'll come out of it and just live like this. There you go. And it'll just be good for my body. <laughs> What'd you give up, brother? Um, I so I started a couple days late, but I ended up just oh. deleting Instagram off my, my phone. Oh. So That's a great one. That was one. I thought yeah. about coffee, but I was too weak to do coffee. No, no. So, I mean, look, we're know. not monsters. <laughs> come on. Are you insane? <laughs> I know. It, it really would have been more of a test to everyone around me. Rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> so, That's so true. Yeah. Um, but That's funny. But anyway, so um, Pastor Tom gave the message today, and um, I thought it was really good. Um, you know, at the end, giving into the acronym, um, being, you know, brand ambassadors for Christ, um, mm. and but um, you know, bringing us back to the whole purpose of this this fast. You know, merging your church world with the rest of your world. Um, have there been any instances? I know we talked about this a little last week. Have there been any instances that have came up throughout your week that? Um, have kind of, you know, blended with that that mission statement of you know merging your church world with the rest of your wor- world. Anything that came out to you over this last week? For me, it's I'm so sorry. I no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> for me, it's been more. Every person I work with is a Christ follower, and um, and they're actually like involved at their church as well. Like they're one of them is a pastor, one of them is leading FCA. So it's. It's kind of hard for me to get outside of the church world, but I do work with customers all the time. And um, I'm noticing more and more ever since we started this fast, I'm picking up on cues or things and, and just kind of understand, especially the customers I talk to often, to just kind of see where. And now with this BLESS acronym that we'll yeah. kind of go into, it's just kind of keeping up, kind of see where can I slip in there? Where can I maybe 
add a, hey, God bless. Even if it's just simple, you know, just to mm-hmm. start a conversation. Yeah, little things like that. Yeah, let's jump into that um, while we're, you know, talking about it. So what what was the BLAST, bless acronym? BLAST. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> BLAST acronym that he gave us. Do you guys, do you have that? I do. I have it written down. I can give you the cues whenever you need them. Go ahead. Uh, so first is starting with B, which is begin with prayer. And uh-huh. something that Pastor Tom added was that I loved was you should talk to God about your friends before you talk to your friends about God. And I mm-hmm. thought that was an incredible yeah, little nugget. Definitely. Um, do you want to go through these one at a time? Yeah, or we just not? give them all? Yeah, okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, Rattle them off. Cool. L, listen. That's mm-hmm. huge, right? Yep. H- how often do we just talk? Start going. E, eat. So invite them to your home. Have a meal S- or, or coffee. S, serve. And then S, the second S, share. That's when the gospel comes out. That's mm-hmm. when you've built this framework, you've built this foundation, and then the go- then you can share the gospel without this oh, what's your agenda? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. constantly, we have that perception sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, I, you know, he gave the story about the Jehovah Witnesses that came to the neighbor, his house and everything. And have you ever, have you guys ever had um, conversations with Jehovah Witness like at your door? How did that go? Because I've always had very pleasant conversations Mm -hmm. with people at the door. And they've always been super nice. Mm -hmm. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I I don't feel like that would come naturally for me or like they must go through classes, you know, or like be, be, but, um, but yeah, like just that ability to fill like that, that void that that guy had, he was lonely, you know, going to, um, you know, inviting those people into your house. But how did those uh, interactions go with the Jehovah Witnesses that you've, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have a, a few pretty good friends that are Jehovah Witnesses. Uh-huh. And, um, so I, uh, you know, I've had conversations with them before and uh, whatnot, but when they would come to the door, it seems like it's um, something that they're, they have so much part of their life that it comes really naturally to them. Mm. And so what I always really admired was like, like you said, like they go through classes and almost trained, like it's really a testament of maybe what we should be doing. It mm. should come naturally to us, you know, and, and uh, we can, we can kind of learn from them, you know, but my, my conversations have always been very good, right. you know, with the interact you know, when they come knocking on your door. So really, I mean, we can learn something. Yeah, no, I agree. And just to bounce off that, like, I think as Christians, we can fall into the idea and it's a good idea. Like it's, it, it does work of that kind of, um, being an example through action, being an example, just living it out. If you're living a Christ centered life, people will see it and just, I want to know what you got. And sometimes that's not the case. Like they may see a difference about you, but if you don't, initiate the conversation. Maybe it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Jehovah's Witness have that down, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it, it's not like it's a question of do I, if I do this or, or when should I do It's like, we have to do this. Like this mm-hmm. is important. And so mm-hmm. like, that's something I 100% agree. We could agree and or we can learn from them. Sorry, yeah, not yeah. agree. Um, and then my experience is the same, always been very pleasant, very, and not, you know, some people talk about how pushy they can be. I think they're not. They hear my beliefs as a Christian and theirs as a Jehovah's Witness, and we're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. yeah, have a great day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very pleasant every time. Yeah, and you got to give them, you know, the credit for, you know, going out there and just putting a lot of reps in, you know. Their, yeah. their, their success rate, I don't know what their, you know, conversion rate or anything <laughs> like that is, but. Um, almost sounds like a sales job. <laughs> I know, but, but at the same, I mean, they, they go door to door. They, they, you know, right. they probably, you know, strike out you know, 90% of the time, Mm -hmm. but it's just, you know, those 10%, you know, it's very valuable for those, those people that they're able to have relationships with. And I think as, you know, as, as Christians, we often say, well, you know, I, I'm not very good at this because I tried with one friend and that was it. And, you know, or, you know, 
you don't really expand, you know, oh, well, that person's not, you know, at a, at a point in their life or whatever. We don't put ourselves out there as much, I feel like, right. and we're afraid to fail. And so that comes across as, you know, not being as, you know, vulnerable, not able to, yeah. to share with those people. The, the whole but, thing about like doing the, the bless, act, mm-hmm. it prepares us, you know, it's yeah. a yeah. different approach than, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've never like sat and prayed for my friend ahead of me telling them right. about, mm-hmm. usually yeah. it's just like, here's my opportunity, go. Yeah, You know, absolutely. and so it should kind of change your mindset and be very like, um, I don't know, planned with mm-hmm. it and, you know, thought out like on who you're going to do, you know, pray for. And, and why not? Like it, I mentioned the sales job thing, but seriously, think about it, like sales jobs, they're constantly preparing for who they're going to call. They're constantly gaining research and like whatever. And I'm not saying we want oh, this is my target. I'm going to get some research on them and like be weird about it. But mm-hmm. they prepare themselves. And like that begin with prayer one is just absolutely huge. Because when you pray for something, God's going to ordain that. And and, and he's going to put something on that, that when you get there, because when we just go for it, a lot of times it's almost on our own strength. We're just trying to like, do what we can do, but when that's prepared, and then not only prepared and God's ordained it, but then you've already listened to their life story and what they're about. You've eaten with them, you've, you've hung out with them, and now you're a friend, and then you're serving them on the side as well. And these people are like, "You got nothing in it for them. Why are they doing this?" Mm-hmm. And then you hit them with the gospel. Like mm-hmm. now you're friends. You build a relationship. There's not this weird dynamic of, "Hey, I've never met you before, but have you heard about Jesus?" Like <laughs> it's. And to be fair, I mean, once you get to like the last S. They know you're a Christian, right? You know, like they already know it because of all of the. So it's it really would come naturally, absolutely. Because part of that eat isn't you're not just sitting there they're babbling. You're going to tell them your story too, Mm -hmm. and so it's going to be out there. But they're going to be hearing the story of this Christian who's not trying to push their Christianity on them. Mm -hmm. And then as the relationship builds, then when you have the opportunity to share the gospel, then how much more impactful will it be? Yeah, and I think what kind of um, gets in the way sometimes is we we see that we we feel like we have to be this perfect reflection of of Christ in order to share, and, yeah. and so that gets in the way because mm. we're 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 trying to to share the gospel. Whether we're going to be like, well, this person knows all this other stuff about me, and they knew who I was back then, and they know, and so it kind of hinders us from wanting to really dive into those conversations. And um, yeah, I just think that you know what he said, you, you know, you don't have to be the one to, to sit, let the Holy spirit, you know, do mm. its job, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't, don't, he's much better at it than we are. Right. <laughs> you, you lead the horse to water. I think, you know, that's what he said, lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So, you know, have the Holy spirit, you know, fall back on that. Cause it's, it's not, it's not up to you. And mm. so, um, you know, don't take too much of that, you know, um, purpose on you because it it's not you know there there is more more than uh, than you that goes into it but. right and it goes back to what Pastor Tom was saying about like our role like mm-hmm. God's role was to be the light was to be the message to be all that and our role is to carry the message that's all mm-hmm. our role is it our role is not necessarily to convert people it's simply to share the gospel with people what they do with it is you know what I mean it, it, it's up to the Holy Spirit and it's up to them so uh, that's a Incredible point. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so he also went into, um, you know, being a brand ambassador. Um, so the the definition of a brand ambassador is a person who represents and advertises a company, supports its offers, and acts as the embodiment of the company's corporate identity through words and actions. Brand ambassadors are experts when it comes to talking about the brand online mm-hmm. and offline. Do either of you know any brand ambassadors? 
I probably if I scan my Instagram <laughs> friends, I probably would eventually find I one. I mean, I feel like I'm a brand ambassador for my job, okay. so I feel like I'm one. Um, but to switch it around and think about it from this perspective is like, mm-hmm. oh dang, wow, okay, it's a um, great fit. Yeah, and I think about all the planning, like, so it says like is an expert. I think about like what I do um, and I, I really research and I uh, know what I'm talking about before I go in and present it to a customer mm. I'm in sales. Um, so I, just a little, so everyone knows, um, <laughs> but I like go in and like, I know what I'm talking about ahead of it. And I, whenever he brought that up, I'm like, do, am I an expert? Can I go in? Am I really preparing on my side to go in mm. and present? Um, so it's definitely like a challenge too, mm-hmm. um, because brand ambassadors just aren't brand ambassadors. They, they research, they plan, they, they know what's going on. They, they, they are, embody that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's, no, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Um, one of the guys I went to school with is a brand ambassador for Lululemon. <laughs> oh, so, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's brand it. ambassadors for Lululemon. I knew it. Right when you said that, I knew she was going to freak out. Like, I seriously. Yeah, I know. um, Unbelievable. Lemon shorts, and they're great. But uh, just one pair. Yeah. Everyone's all I can afford. For real. Yeah. One of my best friends is like all about Lululemon. Uh He even, like, all his work pants, he, like, wears nothing else. (laughs) Yeah. But you think about that, that brand, and, you know, when I'm looking at this friend's Instagram before when I had Instagram, but uh, (laughs) he, you know, he, he posts very active photos, always running, always, you know, doing either mm-hmm. yoga or doing some type of outdoor, you know, thing. And it's like, it makes you, you know, that, that brand is, is very athletic centered. It's very, you know, active centered. Mm-hmm. And so looking at it through that lens of like, all right, so his pictures are, or, you know, what he's embodying is that company's, you know, mission statement of, you know, being active and all that. And it's like, yeah, when we look at ourselves, you know, like you, like you said, are, are we experts? Are we, are we reading the Bible? Are we really going into, mm. you know, preparing ourselves to, to be that brand ambassador right. for it and everything? Yeah. So, that's powerful. Yeah. Powerful. But, um, so I also wanted to, to jump back into, um, so in the beginning he, he, he read from John one, one through five. So it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that w- that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And Britt, with your devotional, you know, you talked about that light and darkness and how, you know, darkness can be scary and we kind of mm-hmm. manipulate it to, you know, it can be scary in in sense of like, we don't know what's behind the corner. We don't know what that shadow is in, mm, in our room and everything. Right. Um, and I, I was thinking about, you know, how, how can we be that light? How can we illuminate things in the environment for the people around us without being judgmental with it? You know, mm. how can, how can we be better lights uh, to embody that scripture there? Right. I think it starts with that be, begin with prayer. Like when you're praying for that friend, you're not only preparing that friend in their heart and the Holy Spirit, like asking them to, to soften their heart. It's also preparing you to have the right words to say to, because like you said, you don't want to be judgmental with it. And so it could be so easy to say like, what you're making, you're complaining about your situation, but you're making these decisions. Like what, you know, that can come off judgmental and like a little 
uh, critical, which is, you know, maybe needed at mm-hmm. times. But but when you're praying beforehand, you're, the Holy Spirit's going to be constantly preparing your heart and your mind. And so that when you're in that situation, faced with that question or that, like, what do I do? It comes off in a way that's acceptable and and a way that's well-received by the other person. I think that's, like, probably the most important thing right off the top of my head is just being prepared and being in prayer for yeah. that situation. I mean, mm-hmm. from uh, you also, you have a story, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it, whatever your story is, it can, you know, it shows that you're, it's not just like this holier than thou type of situation. Yeah. Um, sometimes we don't understand the stuff that we've been through in our life and why it happened. Um, but God uses that to impact others. Mm. And so not being like, you know, and that, you know, at the end, whenever um, he was saying like, you have a story, but don't forget God's story too, and kind of do both. It's like you can tell God's story, you know, through as that opportunity, like as you're telling your story, what God did for you and yeah. his story yeah. that got you through it. So, um, you know, what, what you were just saying, I mean, that's what I heard, you yeah. know, like yeah. they can. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a huge one. Our testimonies are I mean, they're so soothing to other people, right? Because other people are going through these situations. And I just know this from experience. When I'm going through somewhere, I'm like, I am the worst. And then I hear of, you know, and then I talk to a mentor who I think so highly of. And they're like, man, when I was your age, shoot, I was older than you. Mm-hmm. I did this. And you're like, oh my gosh, like we all mess up. We mm-hmm. all have these issues. And like, that's a great way to illuminate a mm-hmm. situation. Absolutely. Is just say, look at where I was and look at where I am. Like you think you're bad? Yeah, all right. Until you hear this one. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, like, you know, your, your testimony is for, for sometimes like when I would try to share my testimony, it was like, all right, so this is who I was before I did all this stuff. And then I accepted Christ and everything got better. And you know, that's what I expected needed to it to look like, you know, mm-hmm. that testimony Yeah, rather than looking back on it and saying, you know, this, this testimony is, is still in process. This, this, this yeah. testimony is still a journey that I'm walking through and I'm still finding ways that, you know, God is impacting my life and everything. And it's not just this, you know, momentary thing and that shifted and everything's going to be better. Cause it's kind of like a false promise to give this yeah. person that it's, you know, once you accept Christ, you know, it's just going to, you know, fall into place and it's just going to be all, you know, better from there. Daisies and roses. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and um, I do remember being like a kid, not, I mean like a teenager. And I remember being part of the youth program and um, them just saying like, hey, you don't have to have had like major, major life stuff to have a testimony, mm, yeah. like to impact those around you. So you don't need to, um, you know, have all these hardships to have be able to tell, tell people about, <laughs> yeah, about right. God. So, you know, if you're, you know, if you are out there, because I know all three of us in this room have a disaster <laughs> a story, but uh, no, I don't you know, just to be encouraged by that too. You don't need to have some major yeah, thing Yeah, no, absolutely. Happen. If you if that's one of you and you don't have that major thing, golly, good now, for you. That's awesome. Now we're going to begin to share our testimony. The, yeah. <laughs> so for the next Everyone's minutes. like, yes, the dirt. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think, you know, our our testimony is such a powerful thing. It can connect us. It can, you know, help people relate to each other. It can build that connection. It's not just this, you know, pedestal, this, this thing that we put up on, you know, a trophy to show people it's, it's more kind of building that connection, that relationship as, as well. Um, and yeah, definitely super powerful. And so, yeah, I definitely think that's a, a good way to illuminate people's environment, to show the light without being, you know, judgmental because we've all been through stuff and, you know, 
that's important to share and be vulnerable with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything else that stood out to you guys in the sermon today that you'd like to share? Um, just a quick thought. It was just just a phrase that Pastor Tom said, and it was to bring these two worlds together is what we're dealing with right now in this series. Uh, he gave us a big clue on how to do that. To bring these two worlds together, we have to know our role. And our role is to carry the message of Jesus. And so I think that's freeing. Like a lot of people can think, oh, I got to talk to people about Jesus. To me, that's freeing. It's like, that's all you have to do. Just live it to the best of your ability and then build relationships and share it as often as you can. Definitely, You don't have to just win people. Of course we want to win souls, but that's our mission. That's our operative. Make relationships, live the gospel, share the gospel. Wow. That's right. Can't top that one. All right. Kill it. (laughs) Well, that's... Well, that was a good send-off. There you go. <laughs> well, just encourage you all to use that BLESS acronym. Uh, reach out to people, share your testimony, and we will meet you back next week. Yes. Have a good one.